0: Welcome to the HD CEO Psyche Podcast. I am your host, Ashley Brianna Eve. This is the show for the sacred rebel entrepreneurs who are ready to experience power, purpose, and prosperity in business their way. I am a leading human design business expert trained by the official schools and certified Gene Keys mentor studying with Richard Rudd. This is a no bullshit podcast bringing you alignment and ass kickery to help you embody your design, rewire your beliefs, and scale your soul-led business in a way that simplifies making money online. Now, fair warning, I am a fan of the cursy words, so if that is not your jam, this is likely not the place for you. If it is, welcome to the family, and I can't wait to get to know you. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, guys. I'm so excited to have you here. And as always, completely honored that you chose to spend your time listening to the HD CEO Psyche podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Brianna Eve, and today we are going to be talking about something that is a hot topic in my one-on-one and mastermind containers. Now, you may hear crickets, cricketing in the background. I am recording in the room that my bearded dragon lives in, and the crickets are extra loud today, but we are going to roll with it. This is my favorite cozy spot to record, and I can see the paddock with the horses from here, so it's a total fucking vibe. I am also going to be able to see the chickens from the other window when they get here, which will likely be later in April than we planned, which I am completely okay with because, my friends, we are on baby watch with my rescue goat, Fern. We're probably talking any day now. She's about to pop. Last night, I was up all night. Julia was sick with her IBD. It gets aggravated by all these weather changes. And Fern was up all night, so uncomfortable because she is massive. And it's starting to really impact her. So hopefully for her own sake, she has her baby shortly. I'd prefer not Saturday or Saturday night because it is supposed to get cold here overnight Saturday. However, at the end of the day, really all I want are babies and a mama that are happy and healthy. All right, let's get into business. Let's start talking about business. Number one, I want to let you know that You Are The Brand, Nail Your Brand Voice is happening April 3rd. It is a workshop. It's a low-cost workshop. You guys know I rarely do things at this price point. I focus more on my mastermind, my one-on-one consulting containers and rooms. However, every once in a while, I am called to offer something at a low-cost introductory price so you guys can hop in and learn something incredibly valuable that's going to move the fucking needle. And this is something that has been on the mind and the hearts of my one-on-one mastermind clients is really nailing their brand voice and separating themselves from within their niche, and we're going to talk about why in this podcast episode. So before we get started, if you are called to join us in You Are The Brand, Nail Your Brand Voice, you can check out the show notes, it is $88 USD. I say it'll be a two and a half hour workshop, but if you've been in my world, I would plan for probably three and a half hours. I always go over, I always end up talking about a lot more than I planned, and I always end up over delivering, it's just how I am. As well, with the shifts that we're talking about in this episode, I'm actually adding slides and portions of training into Nail Your Brand Voice because we are at a crossroads in the industry right now and I don't wanna gloss over it in this pivotal training because again, I create workshops or low-cost offers based on a lot of the questions I'm seeing in my mastermind and one-on-one. Why do I do that? Well, one, it allows me to help more people with the questions that are coming up in my high-level containers, and also it allows me to continually elevate the questions, the conversations, and the problems I'm solving in my mastermind in one-on-one. So before we even get into the topic of this episode, that is a badass business model tip to take away, and it's allowed me to scale to seven figures and easily and quickly going beyond that. So my masterminds, my low-cost offers are based on the questions that repeatedly come up in my high level offers so i'm going to repeat that again for you because what i can then do is elevate the questions and conversations that are being had in my high level offers which also allows me to continually help an elevated client avatar or ideal client over time in the business as i grow as well all right guys i got rid of the fucking cricket that was driving me nuts <laughs> i paused there and moved the cricket so If the sound seems a little bit different now, that is why it was fucking driving me crazy. So let's get right into why it is so critical for you to be nailing your brand voice right now. Now, the first thing I wanna say about this is I don't focus solely on human design in my content anymore. I've studied at the International Human Design School, BG5. I'm certified in BG5. I'm a holistic analyst student in the differentiation college. I am certified in business cycles. So why do I not focus on human design in my content anymore? And the reality is in nailing your brand voice and building a business, it is not just about knowing more about your design. How I leverage human design and BG5 with my clients is we use it to amplify their business. We use it to amplify their strengths. We use it to amplify their unfair advantage. And in the online space, what I'm witnessing is people using it backwards. They're trying to put the cart before the horse and wondering why things are never taking off. And the reality is to grow an epic brand in the online space, something that's scalable and sustainable and stands the test of time, What is required of you is understanding how to play the game. You don't have to be the smartest person in the room. You don't even have to be the most fucking aligned person in the room. And you sure as shit don't need to know the most about your human design out of everyone else in the room to scale a business. In fact, Raw used to always talk about how it is harder for those that are really intelligent to live out their design because they're always trying to figure shit out. Now, again, what I really want to stress, guys, and I want you to take this to heart. You do not need to be the smartest person in the room. You do not need to be the most aligned person in the room. And you sure as shit do not need to know the most about your human design to build a seven figure plus business that is sustainable and scalable. In fact, what I've noticed is people that tend to know the most about their design are the most fucking stuck in their business. Because one, they don't actually know how to run a business. They don't know business strategy. They don't know copywriting. They don't know marketing. But they know a lot about their design. And as well, they get on this hamster wheel of I need to know more about my design before I can blank. And you'd be shocked at the amount of people that end up in my workshops, in my DMs, saying, you know, I already know human design, but I want your take on it. And that's not what's going to shift your fucking business. Yes, I'm the human design queen. <laughs> yes, I am highly trained in it. Yet, if you're just bouncing from person to person and person, trying to figure out whose take on it is finally going to get you the results, you're lost in the fucking sauce and you're not going to be able to build a business. You have to also balance, of course, be aligned, because I feel for those beings that are spiritual, it is critical to be aligned. If we're not aligned, we feel something's off and when we're really sensitive to energies and we're sensitive to alignment, it'll certainly impact our business. However, if we're only focusing on flow and alignment, very often we're missing the critical pieces that allow us to build a business and actually have a seat at the table in changing this world and having impact in having income and changing our own fucking lives as well, because It's not unspiritual to live a life wilder than your dreams. In fact, I'd argue that's what you came here for. So in Nail Your Brand Voice, as well as my content, you're going to notice I'm not really focusing on human design anymore because that's a nuance that I bring to my typically mastermind and one-on-one clients where I pull up their chart and we go into the nuances so that we can amplify what's working or shift what's not. But they don't use human design as their outer authority. I want you to hear that again in case you're not paying attention. They do not use human design as their outer authority. You have an inner authority and I'll even argue that the discernment of your stories, your fears, your limitations and your not self mind, having the discernment between that and what is actually your inner authority is also critical in business and This is a little off track. I hadn't planned on talking about this, but I do feel this is really important to get into before we start talking about AI and verification on Instagram and TikTok potentially shutting down. What I'm also witnessing is a lot of people hiding behind it's not an alignment and therefore not building a business and then wondering why their fucking business isn't growing and then saying, but I know all this about my human design. I know all this about my gene keys. I know about my astrology and I'll have people in my DMs that send me four or five paragraphs ranting about their human design, all the knowledge they have about that, their gene keys and their astrology and saying, but I still can't get ahead or I'm plateaued or I'm on this hamster wheel. And even though I'm making money, I'm not feeling freedom in my business. I feel trapped. Well, yeah, because that information is not going to be the piece that breaks through in your business. And this is coming from someone that fucking loves human design. This is coming from someone that spent probably $100,000 now studying human design at the official schools, retaking different levels to understand it at different nuances and hear it in different ways. I've dedicated the last five years to studying human design and all its nuances and idiosyncrasies and I'm still sitting here in front of you saying that is not what is going to be your breakthrough. The breakthrough is how can you weave true alignment, not, not self stories, true alignment with pulling your big girl or big boy panties up and doing the fucking work that's going to allow you to build a business because business is not personal. And as Ra who said many times, the material plane is mutative. And if you don't adapt, you die. Business is always fucking mutating and you'll have an opportunity right here, right now with the shifts that are happening online to adapt or die, to adapt and stand out in being ahead of the curve and getting ahead of all these shifts and changes that are happening or get left behind and playing catch up. Now, I also do notice this nuance of those that are ahead of the curve and those that are behind. Those that are ahead of the curve are thinking like CEOs. They're understanding how to scale a business and they're mindset is on profitability sustainability scalability the employee mindset and this is where i'm finding a lot of people stuck right now the employee mindset is waiting for the market to tell them to do something waiting for someone else to give them instructions and as long as you're operating from that place you're always going to be left behind so there's three places right now where i'm noticing massive shifts taking place which are asking you do you adapt or die and the first one we're going to talk about, if you know my podcast, I don't have notes, so we might <laughs> get off track a bit. However, the first one we're going to talk about is let's do TikTok first. I want to do tech, TikTok first is how TikTok is up in the air right now. There's a lot of talk over it either being sold or being banned in certain countries and what that will look like in the online space. Now, here's where those that have been clients of mine that have adapted are going to thrive right now because from the moment someone starts working with me i prepare them and have blunt conversations around the fact that you do not own your social media platforms and at any moment in time whoever has created it the gods that be can take it away (laughs) and what does that look like for your business if You're building your business solely on TikTok and now it's taken away or solely on Instagram and now it's shut down or your accounts shut down. What does it look like then? So this is a conversation that I have with all my mastermind and one-on-one clients from the get-go. You do not own your social media platforms. So how are we building your business in a way that you can still nurture, build intimacy and create omnipresence, even if your main selling platforms were taken away from you tomorrow? And that's the lens we are always looking at business through, not from a place of negativity, from a place of empowerment and a place of being a fucking CEO of a business, of a company. So my clients that have been leveraging TikTok and seeing a lot of success on TikTok have already very smartly been using it as a funnel to other places, whether it's their email list, their website, their Instagram, their Facebook, their free community. They have been using TikTok as a funnel into these other platforms in case there was ever, you know, exactly what's happening right now, uncertainty around the platform. And I've always used TikTok as an example because I've always foreseen this day happening with all the controversy around it. However, it can happen on every platform you do not own your social media platform. And where I'm seeing a lot of people struggling right now are the people that were willing to die on the hill of I hate email marketing. Email marketing's gross. I hate getting emails. And now they're sitting there going, "Fuck. What do I do? I haven't grown an email list. My TikTok was my main platform. I don't have an audience on other platforms. What do I do?" And I'm a firm believer that you should be building your email list even if You're on what might be considered a more, quote unquote, safe platform because, again, you don't own it. Mark Zuckerberg can ban your account, can shut down your account, can shadow ban you, can do all that shit for any reason, truly, because you don't own it. You don't make the rules. So what's really important when we're looking at TikTok right now, number one is the fact that you need to be able to put people somewhere. And I want you, even if you're not using TikTok, to take this lens to your business, whatever platform you are using. And this is something if it really, you realize, holy shit, I have not been thinking long term. I've not been thinking like a CEO. I highly recommend my one-on-one or Iconic, my mastermind. That's not a one-off stop of dropping by a workshop. That's long-term work of building out your business. So that'd be Iconic or one-on-one. I do have space in Iconic. I do not have space right now in my one-on-one. Now, what we're looking at for TikTok is primarily, how are you moving people somewhere else? I would focus on an email list. And again, are you willing to die over your drama of not liking email marketing? Or are you willing to back your dreams up and show up for your dreams and do what needs to be done? And a simple reframe that I talk with my mastermind and one-on-one clients about all the time is there's someone that you look forward to getting their email. I don't care who it is. There is someone that you look forward to getting their email from. You can't wait to open it. You read their emails. Be that person for other people. Revolutionize email marketing. Think like a fucking CEO. What don't you like about email marketing and then switch it up, bring fresh air to it, bring something new and revolutionary to the space. You don't have to do it how everyone else is doing it. Yes, there's ways to leverage email marketing. However, you can bring your own flair to it, whether it's newsletters or exclusive content only for your email list, whatever the case may be, you can make it your own. And I highly suggest that rather than just being in this drama place of, I don't like email marketing. That is the only platform you own. And as long as you don't accidentally delete it, which I have known people that have done that previously, and I always felt so bad. As long as you don't accidentally delete it, it is something that is there for life with you, for the life of your business. So first thing with TikTok, looking at what am I doing? How where am I moving people? Do I leverage TikTok as a funnel in and of itself? If you're on TikTok, I really recommend looking at that right now. And again, like I said, if you're not on TikTok, looking at your other platforms and what where are you moving people? Are you just posting and praying? Are you just hoping to Jesus that the algorithm shows your shit to people? Because that's not gonna work and that's not gonna build a business. And especially with how The algorithm's always shifting. What's pushed is always shifting, which we're going to get into with verification. It's really critical that we're thinking like CEOs and getting over our drama. Number two with TikTok, which is going to be really important. If TikTok really does shut down or even if it's sold and it changes dramatically and people don't want to be on there anymore. The truth is other platforms are going to be flooded as fuck. And I know it's not popular to say that the online space is busy. It is busy. And it's not thinking negatively looking at that. It's being objective and thinking critically and saying, okay, perfect. It is busy. There are a lot of people right now, especially during recessions, entrepreneurship explodes. And it's really an opportunity for people to make their mark. So this is exploding. The industry is exploding potentially TikTok is closing down, people are going to be flooding other platforms. It is more critical than ever for you to nail your brand voice and say what you wanna say in a way that lands with your people. It is more critical than ever for you to differentiate yourself even within your niche. I really believe that what we're looking for, and my clients that are reaching just insane months in their business, and growing at rates that make no logical sense. And I want you to write this down. They have nailed the smallest viable niche. And I know it's really triggering for spiritual people. You can have your triggers, you can have your drama over it, or you can get over it and grow your business. Those clients of mine that are making illogical jumps in their business have the smallest viable niche. Still millions of people. (laughs) Get over it. It's not going to be like 10 people, right? The issue with that or the strength within that is that they're speaking specifically to people. So when people find them, it's like, oh, my God, I've been waiting my entire life for someone to be saying this. Thank God I found you. And that's what we want to be leveraging in business is speaking so specifically to people. They're like, holy shit, I've been waiting my entire life for you. Where have you been? And then that's how it spreads like wildfire. So that's going to be more critical than ever if I believe more likely when Things change with TikTok and other platforms become busier. Just getting on and saying, second line this, if you're a human design coach, is not going to cut it. Just getting on and saying, carbs are bad, if you're a nutrition coach, is not going to fucking cut it. We have to up our game and you must rise into this new level of leadership that's being asked of you in these changing times. We can have our dreams or we can have our drama. The drama is not going to pay the bills. The drama is not going to scale a business, especially right now. So in regards to the TikTok issue, two things you're looking at. One, even if you're not on TikTok, where are people going from my platform? What is the process? What is the customer experience for them? Are they just landing on there because I post and pray? And if it gets taken away tomorrow, I have no way to communicate with them. They have no way to find me. Or do I have some sort of funnel set up that's moving them somewhere? And again, I ideally recommend an email marketing and getting people on your email list because if you move them from (laughs) TikTok to Instagram and then Instagram gets shut down, then what? And number two we're looking at with TikTok, And every other social media platform is right now. If it does shut down, we're going to be looking at an influx of people on other platforms. How are you differentiating yourself? This is more critical than ever. And within that vein as well, I would say leaning on too much authority in your business is going to hurt you. Leaning on too much authority content and how-to content is going to hurt you. And that's a segue into why it's going to hurt you, and that is because of AI. AI is here to stay, guys. I'm sorry to say it. It's going to, it's been here for a while. I don't know why people are in denial about that. It's been here for a while. And it's just going to become more prevalent in the online space, in business, in every industry. It's just going to become more prevalent and front facing, whereas before it was more behind the scenes. And why it's so critical for you to not be leaning too much on authority and really bringing in the intimacy, the behind the scenes, who you be, why you, what your unfair advantages also what I call your particular brand of crazy is people are going to be looking for real human connection. This doesn't mean don't use AI. I believe that you're either going to you know, choose your side carefully right now, I'm going to say. I'm not going to tell you what to do. You need to make the correct decision for you. And there's going to be people that are going to be left behind right now. And as unfortunate as that is, I really believe it's the people that aren't willing to adapt. As Ra or Uhu would say, you either adapt or you die. And I really believe it's people that aren't going to be willing to adapt to this changing landscape. So what I would say in regards to your posts and your content is, and this is something I've talked to my clients about a lot, I tend to get a lot of, very intelligent people in my world that have the authority pieces nailed down. They can talk about their authority all day and they are truly the experts in their niche and revolutionizing their niche. And typically I find those find, those individuals find me when they're ready to bring in more intimacy and build community and really connect with people on a soul level. So this is going to be even more important with AI. People are going to want to know who are you. They're going to want to see behind the scenes of your life. They're going to want the, you know, backstage pass into who you be so that they can connect with you on a heart to heart level. And this is, all, you know, it's truly my design. It's that fourth line from Richard Rudd Gene Key's perspective is bringing the heart back into business. And this is more required than ever before. This unwillingness that I'm seeing to show up in stories, to bring people into your world, to connect with people on a heart level is going to bite you in the ass. People want to connect. And that's been the strength of my business from day one. I've gone out of my way because I truly care about my community, to connect with my community, to get to know my community, to go live and talk to my fucking community and listen to them. And that's why my business continues to scale. It's not about me. I'm creating a business that serves my ideal client, that serves the people that I'm here to serve. And that's what's going to allow you to stand out right now. So number one, with the shift to AI, what I would suggest really digging into is, yes, we all know you're the authority in your niche. We all know you know your shit. Build community, build intimacy, give a shit about people And it's funny because I find sometimes people get too much in their head of like, how do I build intimacy? Just be a normal fucking person and connect with people. (laughs) Just be a normal human person. What do you mean? How do I build intimacy? Go be a normal person and connect. And when we're looking at, well, who do I connect with? It's people that you can have fun with in business. I want you to write this down, actually. Pause, write this down, grab a pen. When we're looking at building an ideal client or speaking to our ideal client, spiritual people get over it, ideal client is soul fractals. It's the same thing, it's just a different way of saying it. So when we're looking at that, speaking to a specific person, I recommend you hit two pillars. There's more than this, but these are the two main ones. One, who can you have fun with? And two, who can you help and get a transformation for? It's really critical that you can get a transformation for people, because if you can't, they're not going to come back. And when you can get really incredible testimonials for people, they also talk and spread the word about you, which grows your business organically. So number one, when we're talking about AI, what I want you to take in mind is not relying primarily on authority pieces bringing yourself into it and building community and intimacy. And how that's done is going to be individual for each person. And this is what I help my clients unwind in my masterminds and one on one is we unwind. What does it look like for you and how does that look in your social media and how you show up? Because I don't believe in a copy paste formula. I can't tell you do X, Y and Z, and this is going to work for you. For me personally, what works best is authority pieces, for example, on my Instagram grid. And then in my stories it's the behind the scenes. It's who I be. It's my sanctuary that I've built. It's my animals. And it's yeah, just that behind the scenes stuff, almost that backstage pass into my life because I really fucking care and I want people to be on this journey with me. And that's worked with me where intimacy and selling is primarily in my stories and authority is on my grid. That might not work for you. That's what I specialize in helping my clients nail down. The second thing I want you guys to keep in mind with AI is it is here to stay. And that's the reality of the situation. We adapt or we die. Now, what is going to happen, and what I don't see people keeping in mind with this is jobs are going to be impacted. And I think people are afraid to say that, but I'm never afraid to say the things that need to be said. Jobs are going to be impacted. Kajabi, for example, I logged into Kajabi, which is a platform I use and I love Kajabi. And now you can use AI to build sales pages in minutes. You can use AI, the chat GPT. You can use that to create content for your Instagram. You can use it to plan out your content on Instagram or any other platform. You can use it to write emails, you can you can use it for everything. Maybe even build websites, I don't know. I haven't seen that yet, but if it isn't there yet, I can nearly guarantee it isn't far behind if platforms are now having people use it to build sales pages. So the reality is whether we want to admit this or not, we have to take an objective lens. Remember, business is not personal. We have to take an objective lens to our industry and how this impacts us personally. I work with a lot of clients that are branding experts. How does that impact your business? If you're a copywriter, how does that impact your business? A VA, etc., etc. It is going to impact industries, and it's my belief it's going to impact every industry in different ways. Of course, I can't list them all here, but it's going to impact people in different ways. Even myself, I'm challenging myself to grow right now and expand right now and be ahead of the curve. You know, I was saying you are the niche long before anyone else was saying it. And then I switched to you are the brand when everyone was catching up to you are the niche. And now it's more popular to say you are the brand. So even myself, I'm looking at these changing times. I'm looking at, you know, what's to come. Where do I believe the market is going? And let me tell you something. I don't look just to the coaching industry. In fact, I never really look to the coaching industry. I look outside of the industry. I'm looking at where things are going, and I'm already planning the next evolution of my brand because I can stay where I am. I can stay with you or the brand. I can stay with that message and positioning. But the reality is things are changing. And if I'm not ahead of the curve, I'm left behind just like you. If you are not ahead of the curve, you're left behind. And if you are building a business, building a company, looking to make real bank that sticks, not just the one off 10K month, not just the one off 100K month, truly build a business that's sustainable and scalable, you have to be obsessed with this shit. You have to be. There's no way around it. Unless your business is a hobby, but in all honesty, even my hobbies I'm obsessed with, if your business is something you desire to scale, you have to become obsessed with this. You can't get complacent because as soon as you get complacent, you're not mutating, you're not innovating, and therefore you're left behind. And this is also where we're seeing a lot of people that had a lot of success in the industry for so many years getting left behind right now because they're not looking ahead and thinking like a CEO. So this is something I'm helping each of my clients within the mastermind and one-on-one. So Iconic is my six month plus mastermind. Because this is really important, looking at how is this impacting your business? How is the potential, might not impact it right now, but down the road, and how can we plan in advance so that you're ahead of the curve rather than trying to catch up? So those are the two points I would say with AI is, one, it is more critical than ever to, and there's a lot more points on all of these. However, it's a podcast episode, so I'm just going to touch on two per subject matter. Number one, AI is here to stay. It's more prevalent than ever. How are you building intimacy and community within your brand? Because authority alone is not going to fly anymore. It's not going to fly. People are looking for connection. They were looking for connection after COVID and a lot of people shit the bed on that. I'm not saying you need in-person events. I can't leave my farm. I have animals to take care of, so I'm not doing any in-person events. So I'm not saying impersonal events, but I'm saying, how are you building community? How are you building connection? So that's the first thing that I would say with AI. And the second thing I would say with AI that's critical to be looking at and taking into consideration is how is it going to impact your industry? And that might not be readily apparent, but I'm promising that every industry is going to be impacted by this shift. All right. Let's swing over to verification over on Instagram. This is something that came up in the Slack channel. So in Iconic, my mastermind, we have a Slack, and then we have a bunch of channels. And one of the channels had a question that came up and said, are you guys getting verified on Instagram? And asking questions around the pros and cons of it. And I'm going to be honest, I don't see cons. A lot of people are gonna say, yeah, but privacy, that's a con. I'm sorry, guys. If you feel you have privacy in this day and age where you have a smartphone, where you have the camera face identification on your phone, where you have Instagram, where you have Facebook, where you have TikTok, where you have Clubhouse, where you're putting in your credit card information on every fucking site. If you think you have privacy these days, I don't I don't. even know how to follow that up. <laughs> I don't even know how to follow it up because it seems so illogical to me to actually use that as an argument against getting verified because there is no privacy these days. So that's one argument I've heard as a con. I don't see that as a con because honestly, it's nothing that people don't have access to anyway. And again, you have to make the decision that's right for you. However, like I say, business is not personal. And when emotions are high, intelligence is going to be low. And what I mean by that is if you're allowing your emotions in regards to AI, I'm seeing a lot of emotion around AI. And if you're allowing your emotions around privacy or getting verified to cloud your business decisions, you are really going to struggle in business. Business is not personal and emotions, while it's not about suppressing emotions or being emotionless, decisions in business are not to be made with emotions. Even if you're an emotional authority, you wait your way so that you're not making emotional decisions. So it's really important that we're coming from an objective place. We're thinking like CEOs and we're looking at the pieces here. And I'd said to my clients said I had not spoken about it yet because I was watching what was going down and seeing what was going to happen because I had a feeling that Elon Musk was going to come out with a message and it's my belief, you can quote me on this, (laughs) that Instagram is going to have the same message that's going to come out eventually. So Elon Musk was actually the first one that came out with pay to play. Pay to play is you can pay to have a verification. And he rolled that out very shortly after he took over Twitter. And, you know, say what you want about Elon Musk. The man's a fucking genius and everyone's copying his homework. Yes, Mark Zuckerberg, I said you are copying Elon Musk's homework. So I'm on Twitter just for fun. I follow a lot of the LawTube creators, especially Emily T. Baker over there. And I stay up to date on pop culture. And I also just follow some business people over there that I just want to keep an eye on to see what's going on in the broader business world. And Elon Musk is one of those that I keep an eye on. And he had rolled out verification quite some time ago. Well, wouldn't you know it? Mark Zuckerberg started to roll out paid verification not too long afterwards. Now, the arguments everyone is using in regards to this is it helps identify and eliminate bots. And while I don't doubt that's probably a piece of it, I'm going to be honest, and I think a large piece of it is pay to play. You want to have your business on their platforms, you're paying to play. And we saw this on Instagram when Instagram would kind of like, there was a time where it was pretty obvious that there was some funky stuff going on to push people into boosting posts or getting paid ads. And I'll die on that hill. I really believe that. And Another layer to that in the pay to play is you want your content to be seen, you get verified, you pay to play. So Elon Musk had rolled that out first and then Instagram and Facebook follow suit. I was waiting to see Elon's next move before I commented on it with my clients and especially allowing myself to just sit with it before I comment on it with my clients. Because again, business is not personal and emotions have no place in this. So Once you know, Elon Musk came out and was talking about how with the verification, if you do not have a verified account, you are not going to be seen in the for you section. And essentially on Twitter, your account is going to be suppressed if you are not verified. Now, the for you section and how I foresee this, because mark my words, Mark is going to follow suit on this. How I first see this taking place on Instagram is that if you do not have a verified account, your account will be suppressed in the hashtags because it'll you know, the argument will be we don't know if you're a bot account or not. So it'll be suppressed in the hashtags and you will not show up in like the search function or the for I don't know if it's called for you on Instagram. I can't remember off the top of my head what it's called, but essentially the for you section on Instagram. I'm calling this right now that he will rule this out. I don't think it'll be immediate. He's going to wait for the verification thing to kick in first and for people to get settled in there. And then I believe he will follow Elon's, if history says anything about how he moves and how he makes decisions, he will follow Elon's lead and announce that to have reach, to have people see your shit, to be seen and play on Instagram, you need to be verified. So... Here's an opportunity, and I'm not currently officially verified, I'm in the process, like I said, I was waiting to see how things rolled out before I made a decision or before I made a move, and as soon as Elon made that announcement, I got on this, because I can foresee where it's going. So, in terms of verification, guys, I know it can bring up a lot of emotions, but again, business isn't personal, and it's not emotional. I would say if you have true privacy concerns and you don't want to do it for that, you have to make decisions that are best for you. If you're desiring to grow a business using platforms that are requiring verification, I am nearly guaranteeing for you to have reach and use those platforms in a way that are scalable and sustainable and get getting new people on your content, which is critical in business. If you are not getting new eyeballs on your content, you will have to be on the launch hamster wheel. And I actually wanna pause for a second. This is a little bit off topic, but I want you to pay attention here. If you are not getting new eyeballs on your content, you have to constantly be on the hamster wheel producing new programs and producing new offers. Why? Because you're always selling to the same fucking people because you don't have new eyeballs on your shit. So it's really critical that we're getting new eyeballs on our stuff. And if you're using hashtags and Instagram, or Twitter, as a way to do that, you're going to have to be verified moving forward. So that's one of the number one things for this IG verification news. One, it's pay to play. And if you're desiring to play, and if you're desiring to build a scalable and sustainable business on these platforms, you will have to pay to play. And it's something that I said previously, you have to know how to play the game. And sometimes being able to make and create enough fucking wealth in this world to have a seat at the table and do the fucking good things that you wanna do, not just for yourself, but for your family and for humanity or the animals or whatever the case may be, you need to put the ego and emotions aside and do what needs to be done. Because until things completely shift, we live in a material world, we live in a world that operates based on money and money talks. To have a seat at the tables, to exact real change in this world requires wealth. And that's not going to be changing in our lifetime. I hate to break it to you. That's not going to change in our lifetime. So the question then becomes, do you play the game or do you not? And it's completely up to you and there's no wrong or right. It's completely up to you and what's right for your situation. But we also can't opt out of the game. We also can't refuse to adapt with the changes and then complain that we're not making money or then complain that our business isn't growing, you can't have it both. And so With the verification, I would say, number one, it's pay to play. The second thing that I want to say with the verification is really, truly reiterating as point number two for verification what I've already said. You do not own the platforms. There is always going to be a new craze that hits. Clubhouse was popping off. They had that exclusivity. You had to get an invite to get on it. And while it's still around, no one fucking talks about it anymore. There's always going to be new apps. There's always going to be new platforms. I'm old enough to remember the MySpace days and that's gone. Um, oh my goodness, I can't even think of, I start with a P. I want to say parachute, but that's not what it was called. But there was another platform that a lot of people built their business on ages ago, and a lot of people's businesses fell apart when the platform was shut down. So Periscope, is that what I was thinking of? I think it's Periscope. I can't remember. I'm getting too old for this. <laughs> I'm getting too old to remember all these apps. The point being, though, there's always going to be a new App. There's always going to be a new platform, and I want to propose this to you. Be cautious as well, because here's the thing. No platform is going to save you. No, Not even knowing human design is going to save you. AI is not going to save you if you aren't anchored into your truth, if you aren't nailing your brand voice, and if you aren't rock solid on who you be and what you're creating. Where we can get really off track and distracted is the people that are like, Clubhouse, it's the new thing. This app, it's the new thing. And people move everything over to this new app with allowing emotions and allowing distractions to get them over there. And they shift their entire business for this new app and then it's gone. The truth is, I always look at the fact that everything is marketing. If someone's really excited about a fucking platform or something, Are they making money off of it? Which isn't bad. Are they creating products around it? Which isn't bad. It's just giving you a CEO mindset of what the market is doing rather than jumping on crazes, rather than jumping on fads, rather than switching up your business every time there's a new fucking app. So I really do believe that email marketing, it's been the king. It's been the queen all along. It is still stat show when one of the highest converting platforms. And I believe that it is still going to be that and it's going to be more important because what this verification is showing us is that these apps that we use will constantly shift and change. They will constantly mutate. They'll be here one day. They'll be gone the next. And the verification just amplifies that for us. Things are always mutating. The material plane, as I would say, is mutative. So I think it's really important to also look at What are the funnels we're moving people through? They don't have to be super fucking complicated. I have no desire to create a machine in my business. My funnels are basic bitch level. But what are the funnels we're moving people through? What what is the customer experience and where are we moving people from our platforms? Or are we at all? Are we posting and praying? This is really important, bringing this critical eye, this objective eye to our business during all these shifts and changes, because there's one thing I can guarantee you The material plan is always changing and what is going to save your ass and what's going to save your business and your bottom line and your bank account is not getting distracted by new fads, but thinking like a fucking CEO, having that CEO hat on and building a business that's sustainable and scalable. All right, my friends, I have calls to hop on for the day now. I hope you enjoyed this. If you're ready to nail your brand voice so that you stand out in these changing times, I encourage you to sign up for, you are the brand, nail your brand voice. It's a fucking no-brainer at $88, like that's insane. I never do offers at that price. It says it's two and a half hours. I would plan for three and a half. You will get the recording within 24 hours if you cannot make it live and you get any updates on it, which I tend to update all my shit. You'll get any updates on it in the future at no cost uploaded as well for you. So that's going to be a really important pillar that we're looking at in this transition is differentiating yourself even within your niche and looking at how can you stand out in a market that may be getting much more saturated in the future. Also, if you're looking to go deeper into all of these pillars and building a business that's sustainable and scalable in these changing times, Iconic has some spots open. I am booked for one-on-one right now in consulting. We're looking at likely end of April, beginning of May for that type of offer. However, you can jump in Iconic and we can start getting our hands dirty into your business and building something that really skyrockets and creates unstoppable success during these changing times. All right, my friends, if you enjoyed this podcast, please please give it a share, tag me on Instagram at I am Ashley Branagh Eve and I'll catch you in the next one or I will catch you on the training for You Are The Brand, Nail Your Brand Voice on Monday, April 3rd. Bye guys.